0: Get in the know, non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and ScoreNorth.com. And I tell you guys I love you? I
2: mean it. From the bottom of my
0: heart, I will ride with this group. You don't want to play That was Kevin O'Connell speaking to the assembled media yesterday. Just telling yeah. guys like Judd how much he loves the coverage. Yep. Loves to ride with the Minnesota Vikings. I will ride with the Score North group. I will ride with Score North until they don't let us play any more games. This is Write That Down uh, edition of Purple Daily, by the way. The only show in America that actually keeps track of our predictions and holds each other accountable. Puts our reputations on the line every single week we do this. And we'll explain how we do it if you're new to the show. Uh, Thanks for stumbling into... Purple Daily, daily Vikings entertainment. We just want the Vikings to win a dang Super Bowl before we die around here. And the show is presented in part by our friends at TCL, one of the world's best-selling consumer electronics brands. They have a new lineup of award-winning TVs, delivering the most entertainment with stunning resolution, all at an affordable cost. Enjoy uh, more of the things you love at TCL and TCL.com. Inspire greatness with TCL as well. And a shout-out over to our friends at Federated Mutual Insurance Company. So. Federated. That's why I was actually meeting with our friends at Federated yesterday, just talking about sort of the rest of the year. And uh, they were telling me just how much, I mean, they've been around for over 100 years, like I said, and just how many next generation business owners they are now working with inside the state of Minnesota, uh, the other 49 states. So if you are maybe taking over a business from your family lineage, maybe you are uh, rising up in a company and you have influence, you're a young business leader, Federated is here. To help you, federatedinsurance.com. All right. uh, Are you guys ready to be held accountable here?
2: Mm -hmm. Should we hit the music or should we? Yeah, let's hit hit the music. Yeah, let's hit the music. Let's do it. Okay, we can hit the music. Okay, here we go. Most make
0: predictions and then never admit they're wrong. Yeah. It's not Mackie and John. This is the place where we just totally own our horrible predictions. Write this down. And eat them for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Write that down. It's Write That Down. Write it down. You like writing things down. With Mackie and John. So I guess here's how it works. Three Vikings or football-related predictions from everybody each week. They must be quantifiable. It's really the only parameters. We keep track of completion percentage and touchdowns around here. And listeners, if you want to be like Brady and participate as a guest listener predictor. You can send Declan a message through the ScoreNorth app, and we'll get you all set up. All right? So a warning, you know, there's not much that comes off the board during the off-season period here. Once we get, like, past the draft, and before the preseason games start, it's a lot of racking up of predictions and not as much coming off the board. So uh, in the absence of things coming off the board, like in this case, we're going to highlight predictions that are still on the board. So Judd, you said Dalvin Cook will be a member of the Bills. Yeah, well we're wrong. sitting here, I mean, it's the eve of June 1st. June 1st is the pivotal day where players uh, can get cut after June 1st or traded and the cap numbers are shuffled differently. So, you know, what do you what do you think of this prediction? It's going to be wrong.
1: He could come off the board right now. He's not going to the Bills. He, I, I think he basically uh, came out Early in the off season, when that was being speculated on, and said, "That's my brother's job. I don't want to go there."
0: And plus, but they could be, but they could th- have. Does he really want to go together?
1: You know, Buffalo. I know they're good, but eh, it's not really a great climate to play in. I think if my choices were Florida at at the age of twenty eight or so, or Buffalo, I'm taking I'm taking the Dolphins every time. Okay. So well, we won't we won't take it off the
0: board yet because it
1: hasn't happened. But I predict it'll be, not be
0: not off the board not by not next not. week. Is that or is that is that binding?
1: Nope. Nope. I didn't say right. No, you got to say write this down. Write that down. Write I, didn't that say down. That. I said I predicted it'll wrong. be off the board by next week.
0: Judd's hedging. All right. God, I, f- I feel like I, this was a valiant effort prediction for me. And you <sighs> did say there's been some complications, but I did. I said Declan won't have working Internet. It'll take at least a week for Declan to have working Internet. Yep. So, I mean, you can update the audience, but this is close. Ooh, that's loud. Sorry, that was too hot. This is very um, close. It sounds like though once he once he set the and we won't we won't have to name companies here but yes. he set an account up with a company a week ago. Yes. And that company has hotspots that he can access like
2: two bars of from his house. Correct. So yeah, so that took place, was that Thursday? I believe that took place. So and then the tech man came out yesterday and installed the, you know, uh, a, a router and I got everything plugged in when you have a new construction house. You actually have you have to have a tech come out there now. And also, here's here's another new layer this is just great home home, home renting owner dilemma here. Uh, because the cord is like plugged into like this this pole outside, they have to now come out and bury the cord because there's just a live cord in the oh, backyard right now it's, because it's new. You know what? I'm gonna
1: no offense here, Dex, but I don't think you vetted this house for what you need. Uh, well enough now y- you
2: know i'm going to be very also careful with what i say here uh <laughs> it wasn't
1: all of my decision oh no and you know what no 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 and i don't blame you and look look dawn carries a ton of weight as far as that goes in our family as well so i i hear- you
0: mean your wife carries weight in terms of where you live as, that's what you're saying as far
1: that's as decision making dawn carries a ton of say <laughs> she carries a ton of weight she is very important so i'm with declan there but My point is, like, I have always, like, looked at the most important things for Judd as well and said, no, we can't do that. And I just, I feel like, because you are, you are technologically very savvy. So it's not like, like, with me, if I don't know that, it's like, okay, that's Judd. But, you know, like, you know exactly what you need when, and I feel like you probably, in retrospect, would like to go back and be like, sweetheart, I love you to the ends of the earth, but this house don't work for what... Well, it sounds
0: like you were... You were overly trusting of like when they give you the move in brochures yes. and they say, Here's how easy the internet is. Yes. It's, that they they kinda of pulled a fast one on you look, and left uh, you uh, hanging.
2: It's uh, uh yeah. I gave the benefit of the doubt to the rental property more than uh, I should have. Don't ever do that again. Um I've had, you know, mostly good luck with rental property people before. I, I come from that lineage too. I have two, fa- I have three uh, family members in real estate, so I I do all the vetting. I always send them leases. I always mm. do the proper things that are that are usually in general when I'm moving in or moving out of a place. Sounds um, like you need
0: some family members that work in the internet business uh, instead of the real estate, I, business. or
2: just uh, you know, yeah. Home construction and all that fun stuff.
0: Yeah. Uh, so Declan's got dial up now, which technically yeah. does count and I means this, this you've got mail. Declan's got askjeeves. dot com as his homepage now. DSL. It's great. It's, uh, what, were, what were some of those search engines like? Hotbot used Ask to be Jeeves. my favorite. Ask Jeeves. I was
2: going.
1: The Go Network.
0: Uh, Lycos. ESPN's.
1: Lycos. The Go out, Dude, I
0: still... It's funny. Like, I have bookmarks saved from 20 years ago in my browser still because I just keep transferring, like, (laughs) some bookmarks for no reason. And one of them is still ESPN.go.com. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Anyhow, uh, listeners, Jeff said the Vikings' starting quarterback in 2024 will be one of these three, Will Levis, Hendon Hooker, or Mac Jones. If Mac Jones somehow becomes the Vikings' starting quarterback... Jeff, remind us to revisit this, but I think we can take this one off the board. Yep. Declan had two things come off the board. He said the Vikings would sign or acquire a veteran offensive lineman between now and June 1st. So I guess technically there's still, I don't know, 13, 14 hours, 14 hours left, yeah. but let us know if that if that happens. And then uh, you did say the Vikings would host another joint practice during training camp. Well, they announced two. Mm-hmm. They're going to host two. Mm-hmm.
1: What is that, Judd? That's a bunt single. That's a bunch single. You dropped it down the line very nicely. A little check down. A little check yeah, down. I Got the hand back here so my, I don't get hit by the pitch.
0: So with that, uh, Declan, up to 40% completions, four touchdowns. Judd, 34.5% completions, four touchdowns. Old Macadak, 32.5% with five touchdowns. Listeners, 26% with one touchdown. Struggling on the season here. Career stats all-time. Declan leads Judd by about 1%, 35.8 to 34.9. I'm at 32.2, ahead of the listeners at 23.4. Old Macadack has a big touchdown lead on the league. 38 touchdowns to the listeners. 28. checkdown Judd with 22. Decl- intermediate Declan with 27.
1: Unnecessary. It's a necessary shot. Look how far behind,
0: me I almost down. have twice as many touchdowns as you. Why don't you pick your...
1: Oh, Pick your game okay. Up here. Be aggressive. Okay. All right. Yeah, tell me, button. Yeah. Well, you, you were are. button. I, bu- I, but too. I said it was a very nice, you dropped it down the line. Base hit. Very nice.
0: I feel like Judd's mixing uh, metaphors here between the two right that downs. You
1: know what I'm trying to do? I'm trying to, pr- I'm trying to empower and praise my coworkers, and I'm getting ripped. Stop
0: talking about baseball. All right. Let's get, let's get uh, Brady in here. He's our guest listener predictor. There we go. I can take this off the screen here, too. Do we have Brady. There we go. Do- What's up Brady? How much it? How's it going? Thanks for having me. What's going on? Tell us about uh your first of all your setup there. So you are uh you're a gamer, you've got a green screen, a very professional setup.
3: <laughs> yep. I got my own little YouTube thing going. Um I do a lot of games. Mostly I do charity uh streams though. We've raised over 140 grand for Children's Miracle Network over the past 4 years. So that's my main nice. thing that I do on YouTube.
0: You're awesome. Where man. can people find you if they want to uh, help the cause or follow your your content? Um, YouTube.com slash Fargo Brady.
3: Uh, that's my channel. I'm on almost daily. Um, if you want to go straight and donate Fargo slash extra life, that's the, that's the direct link and it reroutes it right to my page. Awesome, man.
0: Hey, when did you become a Vikings fan? What was like the first time they ever ticked you off?
3: Yeah. First time it ticked me off really was, you know, 99 and everything. But I think I have vague memories of Cunningham and um, Brad Johnson, but really Dante Culpepper. That's when I started, you know, having the, the really familiar memories. Oh yeah, For first play of the game every time. 80 yard bomb to Randy Moss. You know why not?
0: <laughs> yes, God, there's so many times where he would just drop back and try and overthrow Randy Moss. I feel like largely mm-hmm. unsuccessfully. Um, so let's let's start with Brady. We'll go around the room three different times. We'll each make three predictions. Brady to Judd to Declan and then back to me. So you are under center, sir. What's your first prediction?
1: Write this down.
3: All right.
0: So we have seen this song and dance before.
3: Instagram has been scrubbed. Twitter has been scrubbed. His brother's posting cryptic tweets that get deleted. Stefan Diggs will not start for the Bills week one. Oh. oh
1: I love I love where your head's at. I love this yeah. one. I, I think what's right. going
3: to trigger that is they're going to sign Hopkins and they're going to trade Diggs to the Cowboys off the record.
1: Whoa! Whoa. Whoa. Let's go! Whoa! Let's go. Go. talk about spicing up a Wednesday. Reckless speculation. Dude, that's so, okay. Great.
0: This is. All off the record now, now that Mm -hmm. you made your prediction. So, what's what is Diggs mad about? Is he mad that Josh Allen kind of regressed and like Josh Allen's going through some weird personal stuff, right? Is he just why is he mad for what I'm
3: seeing? It's like the AFC is just too hard. Trade me to an NFC team where it's easy.
1: (laughs) Well, he was there.
0: Yeah, man, could you imagine what would it take to get him back? pretty much all the capital you would need to trade to get a quarterback at some point. Would you rather have I don't Stefan want I don't want him back. Him? No. I don't want him no. back at this point. He's too toxic, I think. Yeah. yeah. He
1: is definitely I would take,
0: I would take him for for 2 years, but I don't know. I, even if you gave Kirk another weapon like that. I don't
1: he, know, man. Yeah. I got no interest in him. Down. That's a great that prediction. Break. That is fantastic. Right. We're coming out hey. hot here, Judd. All right. Well, I you know what? This is not as hot as that but because I love the fact that that while I think it very well could be accurate, came out of nowhere. But I will continue to try to throw fastballs. Tom Brady will play quarterback at some point in 2023 for the Las Vegas Raiders. Wow.
0: Wow. What is happening here?
1: (laughs) There is a very good... The the whole Garoppolo thing is sort of blown up now as far as the fact that he he was hurt and cost himself a ton on on his contract. Brady, who I don't think is done playing, at least mentally, uh, has bought into... The Raiders suppo- would he have to
0: sell back shares. No,
1: see, supposedly what he what he would do would he could potentially agree not to play to buy in, but the owners could approve him playing, and people think that they won't. But I say, whole contraire. I say, Roger Goodell. Can you imagine that S- saying? Okay, Brady wants to yeah. play, but no, he can't play. And I mean, this league is all about marketing, and this league is all about splashes. And can you imagine the splash if, I don't know, in Week 8, Tom Brady is starting for the Raiders and a couple guys say, no, that can't take place. That's never going to happen. So I think at some point in time, he will play for the Raiders, even if he's still involved in ownership.
0: I think we should go to the next step because he he also has that you know half-a-billion-dollar contract with Fox that's kind of in limbo. That's, Why doesn't he suit up happen. for the Raiders yep. and they put a little microphone inside of his helmet and you can you can have, you know, what's his name, uh Kevin Burkhardt or whoever up in the Tom Brady could be commentating the game on the field. <laughs> on the bench while he's taking a breather, he could be telling you what's happening. He could be like Tony Siragusa, Goose. but on
1: the field God, actually the playing time. in the game. If F bombs were allowed, absolutely, yes. I would love oh, to hear him <laughs> on I would love to hear T B unplug man. You would get some great stuff. That's my next thing. I want to pay to watch games with athletes mic'd up, and you, they don't bleep a thing out, and it's live. That's what I oh, want. It'd be, yes it would be, fair. I would pay good money for that in most sports. All
2: right, Declan. All right, make a Jordan Addison prediction. Write this down. Jordan Addison will be in pads and practicing before the conclusion of OTAs. So He's been held out of OTAs. He has been practicing. He will return with pads, and he will be practicing during OTAs, it's three left, I believe. Okay, Judd, you
1: good? Um, I have to check to see what our next access is because the what one thing I will say is they have OTAs that aren't open to us, and so if he doesn't turn up on Vikings.com, like in because they they shoot those, you know, them practicing occasionally and and put that out there. I don't know if we could confirm it for sure. That would be the only thing. So, like, okay, you, well, well, when's
0: their last OTA?
1: It's before it's the like mandatory June, minicamp? Yes. fourth like, or yeah. something. Yep, yep, yep.
0: Okay. So. Let's just, well, we'll, let's, we got a week or so. We'll cross that bridge when we come to it. All right. We'll deal with it democratically like we, like we
1: always like, do. No, we'll here, brawl like about we
0: it. We're getting a huge fight. <laughs> Probably. What I love. Okay. Write this down. So last year, the Vikings only ran for 150 yards in one game. So they had 173 yards on the ground against the Cardinals, like whenever that was, December or something. Otherwise, that was was the only time they ran for 150 yards as a team. Write this down. The Vikings will rush for at least 150 yards in their first game of the season against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Okay. They're going to come out of the gate, Josh Oliver, blocking tight end. It's going to be a running. This is all off the record now. Running back by committee 12 down your throat. Yeah. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. About a lot of
1: twelve personnel you're
0: talking about. That's great. Maybe a twenty yard jet sweep to a wide receiver somewhere in there. But they're going to they're going to establish the run in the first week of the season against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So
1: smash mouth football. That's what you're talking about.
0: Smash mouth football. Take no prisoners. <laughs> neck roll football. All of it. Yep. All right. Back to Brady for your second <laughs> prediction.
3: All right, so I'm buying all this Flores aggressive hype. So uh write this down. The Vikings defense in at least two of these three metrics will be top five. Blitz rate, pressures, or turnovers.
0: So top or, five and two
3: at least two I'm sorry, top five and at least two of those three metrics. Mm-hmm. Got, it. Got
0: it. So Gosh. blitz blitz rate, pressure rate, and turnover rate. Yep. Turnovers. Okay. Yeah, I think the i mean—the blitz rate, just based on Flores' history, I would be shocked. And It's funny because last year they were bottom five in blitz rate. And then Kevin O'Connell had the come-to-Jesus meeting with Ed Donatil way too late, by the way. It was like Thanksgiving time. He said, hey, we- can we like try something different maybe? like, What if we sent an extra rusher once in a while? And they tried that for a couple games, but no. The ship had kind of already sailed,
1: unfortunately. All right, back to
0: Judd.
2: Write this down.
1: All right, Vikings, write that down. Ty Chandler will have more rushing yards in the opening game of the season than he did in his three games last year, which was 20 yards on six carries. Okay. So he played in he played in three games in 2022. He rushed uh, 20 yards on six carries. He will have more rushing yards in the opening game alone than that. I think he gets used this year.
0: Yeah, that's fine. Write this down. I mean, he better. I'm rooting for your prediction to hit my prediction, I think. Unless Alex Madison goes for a buck fifty by
2: himself. They both He's going to be Ty days. Chandler in that mix. Write this down. Dex? All right. Uh, write this down. I hate to be this person. But Justin Jefferson will not show up to the first day of mandatory minicamp. I'm going to write it okay. down. So uh, yeah, mandatory minicamp is June 13th. And 14th.
0: Even... Even based can I bring this up? Even based on the text that Judd sent us off microphone? Oh, the Judd what a Judd text us. Oh. Oh no, it's verbally binding. What? I think Declan's prediction is verbally binding. That's fine. Yeah, no, he's
2: fine. I'm checking right now. Yeah, that, that's a legit prediction. <laughs> can Declan
0: read the can Declan read the text or nah you probably uh, shouldn't I, read the whole text. No, I'm not gonna read that text. There may um, be some Jefferson Steam soon, it sounds like. That's also okay.
1: Yeah, stirred up by a score north, if I may say so myself.
0: Always. Everything funnels right through
1: here, baby.
0: (laughs) Okay, write this down. DeAndre Hopkins. DeAndre Hopkins will sign with a team that played on championship Sunday last season. So he will sign with one of the final four teams from last year's playoffs. You guys got that? Yep. Mm -hmm. All right. so, So Chiefs, Eagles, Bengals, Niners. He will sign with one of those four teams. Okay. I think he's cha- I think he's ring-chasing. Apparently he is. He's open for business, all 32 teams. I think he's ring-chasing. Kansas City would make a lot of sense, but contractually it might be tough. Yep. So write it down. Okay. Write this down. Back to Brady, third and final.
3: All right. So because I think the offense will be a lot more efficient and the defense won't suck as much, uh, the dagger doctor will be less required to step up in those kinds of moments. Kirk Cousins will have three or less game winning drives. Oh, we won't need him.
1: I like where you're going. Yeah. Yep. That's true. I don't think he's going
3: to need it. I think the defense is going to shut the door. There won't be any kind of late minute heroics needed.
0: I like it. He could still yeah, if I think if yeah. he had just a better overall season and the defense had a better overall season, then you I probably shouldn't be getting seven or eight fourth quarter comebacks.
3: Or, you know, those
1: two quarters in the middle, those happen too. Yeah, well, yeah, you actually, it didn't last year. I don't know what you're talking about. Last yeah, year, stop. those quarters did not exist. Everyone went for a lunch break.
0: Stop disappearing for uh, an hour and a half of real time, and you wouldn't have to come back uh, eight different times. So, all right, Brady, These great stuff. Again, tell the audience your YouTube channel, and if there's anyone you'd like to thank that helped you get to this pinnacle moment here on Purple Daily, uh, feel free to thank anyone. Oh my gosh, everybody. Uh, my dad for getting me to the Vikings, my friends, uh,
3: Shane and Blake. Um, my friend Ben, who's a Packers fan, but I think he's a closet Vikings fan, you know, we'll, we'll see him. all year are too. Yeah. Of course. You know, especially now. Um, and of course, my wife, you know, she puts up with all my Viking stuff and she lets me do all my content. And like you said, um, youtube.com slash Fargo Brady. If you want to ask about the charity, if you want to see what I'm doing, um, just come pop over, you know, I'll probably be live later on today when this post or something. So yeah feel free and come on over.
2: Brady, awesome, can man. I uh, can I ask you a fellow video game question now that I, I have you on Purple Daily here so these guys can uh, entertain me? Uh, are you a fan or are you going to get the new Mortal Kombat that comes out this fall?
3: I am going to no-life that for the first two weeks, yes. That looks, That's all I'm going to play.
2: That looks incredible. As, as a Mortal Kombat nerd, Phil and Judd, mm-hmm. they're kind of like rebooting the story for the first time. Wow. And mm-hmm. I am very excited to play it as well, man. My entire TikTok oh, yeah. and Twitter feed has now been replaced by MK content which has just been mm-hmm. very exciting to see.
0: Brady, what are your what are your five all-time favorite video games?
3: Um, well, you can't see it anymore, but I have a canvas painting of Super Mario RPG from Super Nintendo, all-time one of my favorite games. Um, I play a lot of Destiny 2, Call of Duty obviously is always huge. Um, Diablo is about to come out in mm-hmm. 2 well, tomorrow, so I'm going to play a lot of Diablo. Um, and then just, you know, kind of those those time killers, World of Warcraft, Hearthstone, whatever it is that I can sink a couple hours into.
1: Your wife is Love a it, saint, man.
3: dude. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, she is seriously gonna ascend to heaven. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Amazing. Brady, great stuff. Thanks for dropping the Vikings and video game knowledge, and we'll get you on again sometime.
1: Awesome,
3: thank
0: you. All right, there he is. Guest listener predictor, Brady. Raising money for good causes. Uh wearing those thumbs out. I would say, like, I kind of stopped playing video games in the early two thousands, but man. Super Nintendo was always my favorite console.
2: I probably in 20... Actually, it was... I bought a couple retro systems early in the pandemic to, like, kill time when we were all stuck at home. But I haven't, like, bought a new video game and played it extensively in probably three or four years. That's how excited I am to buy this Mortal Kombat one. So I'm wow. I'm, I'm very excited to play it. Wow.
0: I used to... Uh, so... I've told you guys about Super Mario Kart for Super Nintendo. I was like on a on a list of top fifty all time time trial times. That was the game I was most obsessed with. And then when PlayStation and Xbox came out, I had roommates in the early two thousands, like in high school and college. We played Halo for oh. ten hours a day. Yeah, Woo! dude. In like two thousand three, four, five, um. And then I would play the NCAA football games and I would just pick a crappy college like Toledo or something and try and build them up into a dynasty over the course of like five or six seasons and just get like top recruits to come to Northwestern or some crappy school.
2: I was at a buddy's like three weeks ago when my Beyonce was out of town, and his girlfriend was out of town, and I think we played Halo for like three hours, and I hadn't done that in probably 15 years. It was awesome. It was seriously. I went home that night and was like, man, that was so much fun. We were playing Halo 3 for the first time in 12 years.
0: We used to, there was a time for like a year before when Judd and I were doing the 9 o'clock to 1 o'clock radio show on 1500 ESPN where our old producer, Dave Harrigan, and I would square off in Tecmo Super Bowl. Just a warm-up game 20 minutes before the show started. In the studio right. here, yeah. We'd, we hooked it up to the TV in the studio. <laughs> and our goal, we wouldn't play against each other because it was always weird. Like one person would have to go right to left, and that, w- that wasn't intuitive. So what we would do is, because the games took 15 minutes, we would each play a game. And the goal would be to try and score the most possible points. So pick whatever team you wanted, and then whatever opponent you wanted. And can you score a hundred points in a Tecmo Super Bowl game? Randall Cunningham as an Eagle. So he was he was QB Eagles. He was one yeah. of like four quarterbacks that didn't give the rights. It was him. I love it. Bernie Kosar, I think, was another one that didn't give the rights. Like Michael Jordan wouldn't give his naming rights to those games in the '90s too, on the basketball side. Anyhow, all right. Write this down. Before we get to our final three predictions here, let's shout out our friends at Livia Judd, helping Purple Daily listeners lose weight the last couple of years.
1: They are indeed. And they are not just doing that, but right now there is a, a special one week offer that can help you go from being the guy on the left to the guy on the right. And this offer is going to help you lose potentially more than 15 pounds by the 4th of July. Imagine that. Imagine looking as good as you possibly can. That quick, their premium all-access offer of 50% off plus a free gift is available in an offer that ends Friday. Again, premium access offer of 50% off, all-access, I should say, plus a free gift, 855-GO-L-I-V-E-A, Livia.com, Livia.com. Livia 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 Weight Control Centers is going to help you look good, feel good. And again, with their all-access offer, 50% off plus a free gift, They are going to help you get there with a great deal that ends on Friday. 855-GO-LIVIA, livia.com.
0: I had a friend yesterday reach out and say, hey, tell me about uh, this Athletic Greens AG1 that you've been talking about on Purple Daily. And I said the same thing to him that I've been saying to all of you guys. I discovered Athletic Greens six years ago or so, and it has added a lot of value to my life. So AG1 is like nutritional insurance to start your day. It's very easy. And you can see on the YouTube channel here, take a little scoop, throw it in your water, mix it up, you drink it, it tastes, uh, at least for me, very good. And um, it just takes 75 high-quality ingredients and blasts them through your system to help eliminate brain fog, raise your energy levels, and uh, helps with my gut health. So it's just, it's great. You're not always able to get the exact nutrients through your regular meals. You're on the fly, you're busy, and Athletic Greens AG1 is huge huge as nutritional insurance. So if a comprehensive solution is what you need from your supplement routine, Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs. With your first purchase, go to athleticgreens.com slash purple daily, athleticgreens.com slash purple daily.
1: Write this down. All right, Jeff, what's your third and final prediction here? Third and final prediction, again, is a Vikings prediction because uh, the league is definitely trying to cost this guy his job, and my prediction is that that will not be the case, at least when it comes to the National Football League. Kane Wongwu will have a kickoff return, at least one kickoff return for a touchdown in 2023. Nice. But I'm not saying the About team. to say, I noticed I'm not that. saying the team in but, the NFL. But I think he in will the NFL, h- right? Yes. He will <laughs> how yeah, it won't be in the XFL, it won't be Does in the, the CFL USFL. Still do kickoff returns. You know, I think they might actually, but no, this okay. will this will be in the National Football League. Kane Wong will at least one kickoff return for a touchdown. Okay.
2: Write that down. All right, last one for me. We talked about this briefly with uh, Tyler Fornes on Purple Access last Thursday, and I think it's a trend that will probably continue this offseason. It might be uh might it might not happen more closer towards the regular season when actual more cuts happen. But write this down. The Vikings will acquire a former first round or second round pick from the last three drafts. And those three drafts would be 20, 21, 22. So basically Quakes is going to buy another stock, right? That was one time was a first or second round pick. And between now and the start of the season, he'll acquire one of those type of players.
0: Okay. Seems to be his thing. Mm -hmm. He loves to do it. So, okay, I'll give you guys this one. There's just been a lot of steam. we got mandatory mini camps coming up, too. So just it'd be nice to get some resolution on this. I'm going to tell you, before next week's write that down, we will have a Dalvin Cook move and a Justin Jefferson contract.
1: Both those things? Both those things so in the, con- the next week. So the Jefferson contract will be done by
0: next week? Reported. It will be reported, reported right. to be okay. done. All right. I don't know if he'll actually sign it or not. It'll be reported to be done, and uh, the Dalvin Dalvin Cook situation will be resolved. So I guess I should be more specific. Dalvin will either be traded or released, or is there anything else? I don't want to get burned here.
2: Um, I guess. uh, What's the word? I mean, there's got, like, restructure or. Return? Yeah. Resolution. You know, there's a resolution. I think we can be. Uh, I'd like to
1: see you get burned, so, like, I'm not going to help with this.
2: Okay. There will
0: be. Just, I don't want to so help resu- you out. A, Re- a Dalvin Cook resolution, all right. meaning, meaning trade, No, you, no covers it all. Cut no. warrant, or contract redone. Let's help you out some more. And a Justin Jefferson contract. <laughs> Remember what I'm doing here.
1: Let's help you out some more. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Can we do anything else for you?
0: Specific enough.
2: Just write this
0: down. So there's the predictions here every week. The only show in America, well, two shows, because we do it on our other daily show too, to actually put statistics. Next to our predictions. Uh, Boys, let's drill real quick here before the end of the show. Let's just touch on this Albert Breer feature from SI.com, where he actually sat down with Kevin O'Connell sometime here in the last couple weeks. They put their feet up on KOC's desk inside Twin Cities Orthopedic Performance Center. Smoking cigars? Looked out at the construction. I don't think so. No, I don't think they were. They don't seem like stogie guys. But they talked about life. They talked about football. They talked about philosophies. And uh, just a couple nuggets from, from that article. You can find it at SI.com. So the Vikings felt it was more important to build a winning culture in Kevin O'Connell's first year as opposed to tearing down the roster for max draft capital. This is going back a year now. You know, cap space. So ba- the, basically, the Vikings decided to do what they did, build a winning culture. Uh-huh. They got the 13 wins doing it, but have some cap issues that are lingering. Maybe have not as much draft capital as you would like versus what the Bears did, which we've talked about. Ryan Poles, a losing culture but a blank canvas. Do you think the value of building a winning culture, this is my question to you guys, not Albert, do you think the value of building a winning culture trumps the value of having more of a blank canvas with a ton of draft capital?
1: So just to be clear, I, I read this entire thing. So Breer w- was at the uh, at the league m- meetings that were held across the street at that Omni Hotel, and then walked across the street, and a few guys got access to Calvin, uh, not Quazi, which I found to be intriguing because I would guess that he, d- he was there as well. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, he talked to the Combine, and the, it's weird. Anyway, um, long story short, the piece made sense, and I can buy the fact that – you know, according to Kevin, it was very important to establish this culture, and then, despite the fact guys were jettisoned after that that the culture exis- existed and other- and different players who remained could pick up on that. but I'm not buying the entire thing. I think what we've said from the get-go is right. I think that this was a will mandate. I think the will said, I'm not buying this. I think the will said, "Look, this is a good team. We like to win." We think this team can win. And and you have to keep in mind, too, so, like, the Wolves aren't like, well, 13 wins, but that was a fluke. You know, 13. You don't have to give those back. So it's not like they're like, we regret winning 13 games. So I think O'Connell is painting a nice story. And, yes, I do think it probably helps to have have won. That was, despite the playoff loss, a a fun year. So totally get that. But I'm not buying this for one second. I think that this came from ownership. I think that they said, because I think Ryan Poles, who was, I think, their first choice. Ryan Poles went in there and said, I want to tear this thing down. And the Wolves were like, we ain't doing that. We don't want to suck. We've never wanted to suck. Um, so do I think what O'Connell said to Breer is nice and makes some sense? Absolutely. Do I think that there was really, like, a come to Jesus with Kevin O'Connell and Quazy and the Wolves where— they all said well we could tear it down but we're you know we're not going to because we think we can establish a culture no i think this is a really nice hindsight story but i think what we have said from day 1 is what happened which is ziggy and mark had no interest in trading kirk and basically trying to start a new last season
0: okay yeah, i also agree that i think ownership had influence the, the ownership was setting a bar that said we are not going to tear this down. You must, you must at least clear the bar of trying to win. But my question to you guys was, do you think building a winning culture and establishing that winning culture trumps having more draft capital and having a blank canvas and having a hundred plus million dollars in cap space?
1: So, in that case, personally, no. I would rather have because I don't think. I think establishing a culture is the most important thing. Winning comes with that eventually for sure. And it might come in this league very quickly, but no, I don't, I don't think that having Thielen and Kendricks around for an extra year, for instance, is this like tone setting key thing. I think you still had enough good players, Jefferson, and a lot of players that were going to stay that, that, because I don't think it's, Winning culture. I think it's culture, and then you start to win, and then they become married together. So if you're asking me personally, I would have stripped things down more. That's what, that's what I talked about on M&J, about what Bill Barnwell said. I think Bill Barnwell's saying right now, well, you know, in March they, they had to pick a path. I think they picked a path last year that I didn't necessarily agree with. I don't have a big problem with the path that they're picking now. But, no, I would have made moves. I would have, I I might not have torn the whole thing down, but I think that there were definitely moves that I got to think Quazy and O'Connell, given their druthers, would have preferred to make a year ago and were basically told no. So if, if your question is, do I think winning 13 games is more important? I don't, and here's why. This team has always been competitive, and that's great. But you had an opportunity pretty free and clear to take a path that could have gotten you, I think, some really good draft capital and to being great quicker than the path that they chose by bringing everybody back.
0: I'd rather be the Vikings than the Bears right now. The Bears are intriguing because they have a bunch of good young, well, they have some good young players. And they have a blank canvas. And the Vikings, I think it's more just like, is the grass greener? We haven't really seen much of that with the Vikings. The Vikings are diet Pittsburgh. The Vikings are diet Kansas City. Consistently competitive. Those other franchises, once every 10 years, or in this case, the the Chiefs are building a dynasty, will pop up and actually win a Super Bowl. The Vikings have yet to do that. So until that happens, they're just going to be like the light version of these franchises they aspire to be. But I think there is value in just making it known from ownership to front office to the players that are there and then like Eric Kendricks, Adam Thielen, these guys are saying goodbye to, instilled at least some winning qualities in other young players, and those guys learn from players that won divisions and Chad Greenways and those guys. So I do think there's value in just having a consistent winning culture, but it's it's not like a Super Bowl winning culture, right. it's a division winning culture. Funny, yeah. Um and I and I think it's it's like I said on Mackie and Judd today. It's often overstated, just like the the microwave uh, strategy of like, well, just tank and be bad for a minute and then be good again. I mean, there's a lot of teams that spin their wheels. So you have to be careful about that. So I would I I do see a lot of value in building a winning culture, and I and I I do think there's a way to just be competing for divisions and reloading as you go along, and then pop up and win Super Bowls because the 49ers pop up and compete for super bowls and the steelers do it and the chiefs do it and those teams aren't really bad for like 5 or 6 straight years maybe once in a while so i don't know what about you declan
2: i am not completely like upset that that they didn't again like make major moves or make major cuts and became the chicago bears and they wanted to strip it down i know at the time judd loved the the ryan Poles plan there of wanting to kind of strip things down blank canvas all that stuff i don't think the vikings were equipped to be a blank canvas a year ago um, I think they are setting themselves up to potentially be not a complete blank canvas, but all right, there's a there's a remodel in the home basically coming here, right? We're wait, we're waiting to remodel the house. And the the remodel of the house is finding the next quarterback, finding your master bedroom, right? So the house is still good, still a really good house. You got a good bathroom, you got a good kitchen, you got a good lay of the land, but you need to make a upgrade in that master bed. It's still a suitable bedroom right now, but eventually you're gonna have to make an upgrade there and i'm curious when they want to make that decision because it looks like they're going to do it after this season but when are they going to come to grips that they're going to have to do this big remodel at the most important position in football which is quarterback what i don't like
0: other teams have had everything you just said and it's like they're not they don't have to move out of their house the mm-hmm. chiefs the steelers the the 49ers the house is solid so like remodeling the master bedroom and getting a new quarterback doesn't mean that you have to burn right. the whole house down right what I don't get is this
1: though. You, you had an opportunity to trade Kendricks a, a year ago, and then you know he comes out and he's slow. And are you telling me that his presence in that room w- offset the fact that, that you didn't get at the time, let's say, a fifth round pick or a fourth round pick? No, feeling I agree. could have been traded. I so agree with you. Th- this is sort of a selective. Yeah, we brought them all back, and again, this is why I don't think there's no way with the way that Quasi examines life. That he wanted to bring everybody back
0: i I agree that they're that they could have gone at least a little further, like if yeah. they had gone a little bit down that road, kind of like they're doing this year, if right. they had done kind of what they're doing this year last year, right, maybe they win eleven games or something instead of thirteen, but they're probably still a division winning playoff team, so it is I guess just it's an interesting discussion, and it'll because you could point to the Bengals and say, well, the Bengals didn't start with, the Bengals didn't have a winning culture when Zach Taylor took, oh, I guess they kind of like, they were competitive for a while under uh, Marvin Lewis, right? Yeah. They just but couldn't they, play they, up sta- they started terrible under Zach Taylor, yeah. right? Uh-huh. If I remember right. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then they built a contending championship team through adding young pieces and finding the quarterback. It's nice to draft high enough to draft a Joe Burrow, et cetera. Amen. So I don't think it's a prerequisite that you have to start winning in year one or you're screwed as a head coach. Right. Um, but it, but it, it doesn't hurt to build a winning culture in year one.
1: I'm just saying, I don't, think we, I don't think we should confuse building a successful culture with what you just said, Phil, which is, can I go in and win immediately? I think the thing is, because I think the culture is established from the inside out, and it's a lot of things that go beyond wins at first. It's establishing yeah, expectations. Sure. It's exta- So I think what took place here was Breer went and talked to Kevin, and Kevin agreed to talk to Breer, and they spun a good story. And it's it's a nice story, but, I mean, I think it's a nice story. I, I don't think that there's a reality to the fact that football-y football people said, let's bring back an aging middle linebacker who, by the way, we can tell has lost a step, or Thielen.
0: Sounds like the better story would have been both Quasey and KOC telling Albert Breer on the record, you know, this is both of our first shots as a general manager yeah, and a head coach. It. And uh the the ownership was mandating that we try and take yes. the same pieces and win to prove that Mike Zimmer and Rick Spielman were the problems. And so we'd be stupid not to say yes or they wouldn't have hired us. Yes. So we did. We <laughs> we we took chicken bleep and yep. made it into chicken salad and now we have a few other uh, you know, freedoms
1: to make our own meals. That's great. And crazy could could have then came in and said, "And Kevin, no offense here, but Jim Harbaugh was my choice. They wouldn't let me hire yeah. him, so it then I had to hire you."
0: Jim Harbaugh just kind of like trickled into that conversation. <laughs> spent a full day at TCO PC. Like he's not just there randomly because they're taking a flight. He was there on the word of someone. He was Quasi there was the to, to take connect. the
1: job. Yeah, and they're like, "No, nah, I don't think so."
0: So. Anyhow, Dex, tell the audience if they've got murky lakeside areas to take care of during these summer months. Where should they turn?
2: Oh, man. I I saw the cabin this weekend. Saw the great, uh, great, great water that was up there at Shell Lake. Was able to jump in the dock to no lake weed or algae, which was just great. Actually, the water? Pretty dang good. I was a little worried with it only being a few weeks of warmed up. Felt pretty dang good jumping out there. Even Vinny Boy got in the tube with me out there and wanted to be out there, which is a good sign that the dog also wanted to come into the water because he can come in there and doesn't have to have that nasty lakeweed or algae that sticks to the bottom of his fur, right? You don't want any of that. But uh. if your lake does have that, you can go to Aquaside.com and help. they will help you dissect what's in that lake home, lake pond or home. Uh, it's Aquaside pellets. They're a safe product. It's a do-it-yourself product. They'll walk you through how to use it. You can go to Aquaside.com to do so. Go to Aquaside.com to learn more.
0: All right, that's a a wrap on this episode. Write that down episode of Purple Daily, Daily Vikings Entertainment. If you could click the subscribe button and the like button on this YouTube channel, you can help us spread the word about this awesome community. And yes, this is a a 365-day-a-year Viking show, so we've got you covered tomorrow and the next day and the next day all the way up until training camp. We'll see you tomorrow on Purple Daily.